The warning from BA. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from Thursday the 30th of December 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Let's start this edition with the latest updates on the COVID-19 pandemic. Over 4,000 cases were recorded on Wednesday the 22nd, the highest amount in a day since the outbreak. On Thursday the 23rd, the federal government released a statement that said that religious gatherings should not exceed a 50% capacity. The statement went on to say that people were not fully complying with COVID regulations and that this was the cause of the rise of cases in the country. The National Center for Disease Control announced community transmission of the Omicron variant of the virus on Friday the 24th. Garbar Shewu, President Buhari's top media spokesperson, and Hani Yumar, Permanent Secretary of the State House, tested positive for coronavirus on Saturday the 25th and are in isolation. This has created fears of an outbreak in the State House, as it is not clear if the president has been tested. However, Shewu said he only has mild symptoms as he has been fully vaccinated. The United Arab Emirates, the UAE, banned the entry of travelers from Nigeria and three other African countries on Saturday the 25th due to concerns over the Omicron variant. UAE citizens and their first-degree relatives those on diplomatic missions and golden resident holders are allowed to return to the UAE from these countries. Only people on official delegations, students on scholarships and emergency health cases are allowed to travel to these countries from the UAE. On arrival, travelers must present a negative coronavirus test taken no more than 48 hours prior to departure and another test at the airport upon arrival. While some other countries impose travel bans, others lift them. On Sunday the 26th, Singapore lifted the ban on Nigeria and nine other African countries. However, passengers that arrive in Singapore that have been in any of these countries in the last 14 days will have to take a coronavirus test no more than 48 hours before departure and another test upon arrival. They will also have to quarantine for 10 days at a dedicated facility and they will be tested again once the quarantine is over. Now on some corporate news. On Thursday the 23rd, Titan Trust Bank acquired a majority stake in Union Bank in a deal worth 200 billion naira, approximately $500 million. The Union Bank was established in 1917 and is one of the oldest banks in the country, while Titan Trust Bank is the newest bank. The chairman of Titan Trust Bank, Tunde Lemo, said the deal will see Union Bank's leading banking franchise combined with the bank's innovation-led model. On Friday the 24th, the Debt Management Office confirmed that the federal government raised 250 billion naira, about $600 million, from the issue of a 10-year sukuk bond. A sukuk is the Islamic version of conventional bonds. It offers payment from the proceeds of the assets, as interest payments are forbidden in Islamic finance. The money will be used for the construction and maintenance of road infrastructure across the country. On Tuesday the 28th, the Shell Petroleum Development Company appealed the Federal High Court's decision that ordered the company to stop flaring gas in the town of Ugeili, in Delta State, south of Abuja. Ugeili is one of the hosts of the Otoguru gas plant, the biggest gas plant in West Africa. The court stated that the flaring of gas in the city is a violation of the fundamental rights to life, which includes the right to a pollution-free environment. There will be a court hearing on the 20th of January. Also on Tuesday the 28th, 
the Securities and Exchange Commission of Nigeria warned citizens not to deal with FinAfrica and Poyoyo Investment, as both companies are operating without any registration. The companies claim to be investment companies that engage in business development in commercial sectors of the economy and pay interest to investors. However, the Commission said that these companies have no tangible business model and are simply Ponzi schemes. Now, on to some government-related news. The Senate sent the 2022 budget bill to President Buhari on Friday the 24th. The President will sign the bill, turning into a law on the 31st of December. This will make it the third consecutive year and only the sixth time the budget is signed before the end of the year in the country. The signing usually ends up taking place the next year because of tussles with opposition lawmakers. From the national budget to a state budget. On Wednesday the 29th, the Lagos State Parliament passed the 2022 budget of about 2 trillion naira, approximately $2 billion. The government has still to sign the budget before it becomes official. In order to help citizens travel and see their loved ones during the festive period, the National Railway Commission announced on Friday the 24th that all train rides will be free until the 4th of January. Citizens still have to get tickets to board the train, but they can get them at the train stations for free. News for sports fans. Nigeria selected Victor Osimhen, who is recovering from a serious injury as part of the football team for the African Cup of Nations that starts on the 9th of January. He made himself available for selection on the 21st of December. However, the football team where he is currently playing, Napoli, isn't happy that he will have to interrupt his recovery process. They said he must undergo medical checkups on the 30th and 31st of December to know about his condition before rejoining his national team. Europe's top football clubs have threatened to refuse to allow their African players to participate in the African Cup of Nations due to concerns over coronavirus. On Wednesday the 29th, just 11 days before the start of the tournament, the National Football Federation appointed José Peseiro as manager of the national team. The team has been coached on an interim basis by technical director Augustine Aguaman since the former manager was fired. However, during the tournament, the team will be managed by the technical director. The manager will take full control after the tournament. Before being appointed as Nigeria's national football team manager, Peseiro was the manager of Venezuela's national football team. Now, some updates on entertainment. Aimofe was the only Nigerian filmed on the list called World on Screen, the world's best movies of the year in Africa, Latin America and Asia and it was compiled by The Guardian UK on Friday the 24th. The movie was produced by filmmakers Eria and Chuko Eziri and follows two people, Mofe and Rosa, who dream of leaving economic struggles in Nigeria for a fresh start in Europe. Music star Ed Sheeran released on Friday the 24th a new version of the song called Peru by Nigerian singer Fireboard DML. Ed Sheeran sang in Yoruba, a major Nigerian language. The original song was released in July 2021, but Ed Sheeran confirmed his work on a new version in an interview with Elton John on the Rocket Hour on the 15th of December. Meanwhile, the country Peru tweeted about the song on its official Twitter handle on Friday the 24th and suggested that Fireboy DML might have gotten inspiration for the title of the song in the country. However, Peru is the name of one of the singer's friends. Finally, this week's book's recommendation is a classic. Things Fall Apart is the first novel of Nigerian author Chinua Achebe and was published in 1958. 
It follows the life of a Konkwa, an Igbo from the southeastern part of the country, before and after the invasion by the Europeans. That's it for this week, thanks for joining us. But before we leave, we just wanted to tell you that experts say that if you tell your friends about us, you will have a wonderful 2022. Just saying, Happy New Year! Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening apps to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Nigeria. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Odabor!